The views expressed on the following program are designed to amplify those of the speaker and are not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors. Hello, everybody! What's coming up on today's experience? Daily devotions, devotional diamonds of the day, day-day days. That's my daily devotions, where my daily devotions become some of our spiritual reflections. Sound effects placed throughout the show, which have nothing to do with life, but they are as much fun like a goofy fortune cookie. Yeah, that's what I said. The review of the goofy news, which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think. In regards to the news, here's one thing you got to think of. Uh, I got a bridge I'd like to sell you. <laughs> Let's see if those of you who are old enough can remember that reference point. In addition, life lessons for our faith that we can actually use, probably won't if we sit in our blessed assurance, humor that will force you to think, why does this guy have a radio show? I was grandfathered in. Get it? <laughs> That's a good one. Also, Bible trivia for fake, and yet somehow real cool prizes, your phone calls, and more. David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. My name is David Spoon. I will be your host for the next 5,400 seconds. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show. We don't know what we're doing. We have no idea what's going to happen, and we don't care. But for the next few minutes, I want to talk faith with you. So here we go. We're asking questions about living life as a Christian, like, who, listen to this question, who or what would we give up for Jesus? Oh, that better be wholesale all the way across the board, right? Yeah, better be, especially if we're supposed to love the Lord our God with all our heart, soul, strength, and mind first. Yeah. All right, so here's the bottom line. The bottom line is you can reach out to us. We have a lot of bottom lines on this show. Uh, you can reach out to us by phone. You can simply call 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. No, I'm not stuck in a loop. But this is the first time you're going to hear this. If you make that call, 972-445-0770, here's something new. You will have a chance to talk to Dynamic D. Wow. I hope you guys are getting ready for this. I mean, because you just you just have to be you have to be ready for this, right? When you talk to Dynamic D, I want you to know this is uh this is what it's uh kind of like going to be like. It's like meeting a great new friend for the first time. 
and then you will understand. Look at me. I have the power! <laughs> you know, you guys, we don't care. You know that, right? <laughs> we do this stuff, and you're thinking, that's just crazy stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, we do have somebody calling in. Maybe they want to just ask a question or a comment. That's fine. And most people are like going, what? Have you lost it? Yes. And I haven't found it, and I'm not going to the lost and found to find it. Here is the other bottom line. Uh, we're still working out some of the details, but that's Dynamic D, and so you'll get a chance. It's D. Anthony. He's going to be working with us and going to be uh, stepping into the position, dare I say, as a uh, engineer slash uh, host slash uh, coordinator slash uh, all the other stuff. Uh, in the meantime, I do want you to know two two things, three things, and then we'll uh, get to the caller after that. Here's uh, what you got to know. You can reach out to us by the phone. You can also text us 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. 214-210-8483. You can also send an email, david at hemustincrease.org. That's david at hemustincrease.org as well. We send you up to the website all the time. And the reason that we do that is a couple, it's a couple of different reasons. Uh, one is I want you to be aware that on the website there is access to podcasts through two different companies. You can access our 3,300-plus hours of podcasts covering every possible thing you can think of. And we've covered it's 10 years of teaching, 10,000 different teachings with hours of shows uh, just packed in there. So if you ever want to get something specific, just send me an email. I'll tell you where to go. Bottom line is that's one thing about the website. The other thing about the website is that's where you get the information on giving. We want to thank the people that gave, uh, and I appreciate it. And if you have any questions about giving, don't hesitate to reach out to me. I will do my best to help coordinate and make it as simple as possible. But giving is a big part of what we do because we need to keep paying the bills. That's what Don, the owner of the radio station, tells me. Anyhow, please go to he must increase.org. Prayer request? He must increase.org. Praise report? He must increase.org. Looking to give to this ministry? He must increase.org. Confused by what's happening right now? He must increase.org. He must increase.org. Yeah, that's obviously a locomotive just going down the tracks. Uh, we do have somebody that's calling in. I uh, assume they either have a question or they have a comment or something along those lines. So let's go ahead and send them on through. We'll find out what's taking place. Send them on through. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? Hello, this is Annika. How Hi. are you? Hi, Annika. How are you? I'm doing great. That <laughs> I'm, is I'm good. hoping you're doing better day by day. Day by day, getting better and better. And uh, I love it because you, you really do appreciate feeling good when you've come from not feeling good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, What's happening? Well, listen, I, you know, I was listening to, to the show yesterday in the podcast, and then your question that you had already today, yesterday you said, what is it that hinders our faith or throws it off? Get rid of it. And then today you're saying, who or what would we give up for Jesus? And I personally have been going through this for some time where I have determined that I don't want stuff anymore. Um, 
and I've had years and years of acquiring, and I, I come from a background where, you know, you had you had to have the answers. You know, you had to be smart enough to have the answers. And um, so, for one thing, books were real important because you could always have them on hand to have the answer. Well, now I know the Bible would be that book. Right. And so I'm thinning, and it's taken forever, it seems like, but then I have to keep reminding myself that it took years to accumulate. So um, I was thinking that wanting to see Jesus in front of me, I was thinking about, you know, God so loved the world that he gave. And I'm in a consumerism culture, and it's the opposite of God, because a consumer is one who acquires goods. And the Latin base for the word consumer is calm, which is the intensive, and sumer, to take. And the definition of take, number one definition in my dictionary is to get into one's possession by force, skill, or artifice. So I'm, I'm going through this. I'm thinning, and it's exciting. It, it, sometimes I want to tear my hair out, and other times I'm like, why can't I let it go? And that's fighting the old mentality. But... As a fellowship that you have, I'd like to encourage the audience to contribute and encourage the rest of us by sharing their struggles and their successes and not just be voyeuristic in the sense that all they're doing is listening in and never taking part. Um, that also probably would make for less repeat fills. <laughs> Which are fine, but I want to hear. I want to hear what's going on with the other people. I want to hear what's going on with Deborah's struggles in finding her walk with the Lord. I want to hear from Ace. I want to hear from Will Rogers. I want to know. Instead of being isolated in my walk, I want to know, as a fellowship, what the heck's going on out there with you guys? Because I could sure use. Someone who's been a pioneer ahead of me, perhaps, in certain areas. Excellent. I mean, first of all, what a great way to state what you've stated. I mean, you, you did an excellent job. That's number one, just so you can know. So so let me give you the appropriate golf clap. Ready? Hold on. Hold on. Okay. That's the golf clap. Now, <laughs> now, now, now here's, the, here's the thing. You brought up a couple of points that are just outstanding, and that is – the pioneers of faith, the people that are older in the faith, maybe a little more seasoned, maybe been through a little more, they have such great things to share, such great testimony, such great witness uh, that is inside of them from the power of God, from the power of the Holy Spirit that has been active in their lives, that they can share it to the glory of Jesus Christ just by saying, I went through this, I did this, this happened, I went through this, this, this. And they don't realize that that simplicity sometimes is effective. It's powerful. It's testifying. And it and it gives 
other people this encouragement, even people who are well-seasoned, it gives them encouragement. And you brought up like three things that I just, I got to hit on because they're so good. So we'll just, don't worry about exiting or anything like that. We'll just stand that This is a great point. Number one, we get so consumed by things that we think are, are important, right? So you brought up the definition mm-hmm. of taking. And taking is, is, is bring it unto yourself, right? Which is the exact mm-hmm. opposite of what Jesus wants us to do. He wants us to get out of our universe and into other people's universes, which means that we're not taking, we're entering into, and then we're helping facilitate to help other people, which is completely different than the the self-feeding process. It's just the opposite. In our society, exactly what you said, we are a consumer society. We are a, what's in it for me? What do I get to take? What do I need to assign? What do I need to skillfully apprehend for myself? And we don't think of others in that process. That answer right there within itself is a big key. Focusing our energy in the sense of our thoughts and our hearts on other people is one of the most powerful ways to deflate the need to self-supply. It's just, it's so powerful because it doesn't become about us. It becomes about them. Our faith before the Lord is greater. Our our relationship with the Lord is greater because he loves that we're doing what he wants. And he's connected to us even more so. And I've every time I pray for people, I have more faith than when I pray for myself. It's so weird. And it's almost like the Lord designed it that way. Mm-hmm. so that our faith would be greater. And I think it's great what you're saying. I think other people should step up and step in and share what's going on and tell them. And by knowing what other people are going through and what their processes are, it helps all of us. And I love what you said about the voyeurism. It's, it's something you got to be careful of as the host. But you can't just get fed. You got to participate in the food process and feed. And that's also a part of it. If you just get fed and just listen, you'll get fat. That won't do anything. Uh, you got to participate and feed others as well. Is that a little bit where you were going with that? Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> you know, and also when other people share, like, um, it's an encouragement that if they're at the point in their life that they've gotten beyond that particular challenge, it's encouraging to hear that they're on the other side of it because as I'm doing this, I mean, I, we're not, our house is not like some kind of pack rat where you only have a narrow path through it or anything like that. But I, I'm very clever at how to pack. Um, I was in a job where I had to be able to, to uh, pack things very succinctly, shall we say. <laughs> And so as I have thinned out literally hundreds of books over the years and recently like 50 or more books, the bookcase doesn't look any emptier. And I'm like, this is nuts. Um, The same with clothing. The same. It's like, okay, I have to be patient because it took years to accumulate and also – there is a mind renewing going on in Christ. And so in that renewing (laughs) is one of the fruit of the Spirit is patience. And it's like, okay, okay, okay. It's going, 
it's going to look different, but I have to know that it's different, and I have to know that the train is moving that's taking me to that new place of Christ in front of me. I mean, I want, I forget the passage, but it talked about as seeing Christ in front of him. I don't know if it was about Joseph or uh, Abraham, but it was talking about just seeing Christ in front of you. Like he's, like he's really physically right in front of me. And I don't, want to, you know, this thing with squirrel, you know, look over there, look over there. You know, there are all these things that, especially being a visual type, that call to me, and it's like, enough. Where is Christ in this? That's it. And so, and I know he's got a calling on my life I haven't even acted on yet, and I can't even get to it for the stuff that, constantly and and they delight the eye it's not that they're you know ugly or dirty or you know piles it's that they were chosen because they are appealing to the eye but therefore that therein is the lure of it all to pull me off as my particular visual type other people it might be the the oral where they listen um and it pulls them off Instead of listening to the voice of God, they're pulled off into the music or whatever it might be for their particular skill. And so I want to get to that that simplicity of being like a teenager or, or even earlier, I didn't own this much. And it was real easy to focus on what was most important. Wow, that's a, another excellent uh, um, picture that you just created for people in their minds. Just in that teenager, since was like, as a teenager, I didn't know them that much. It was easier. <laughs> it was like, it was like. It, it really was. was. It, I mean, was it was, right? Like I had a chest of drawers for my clothes and, <laughs> and a few hanging things. And, a, you know, a few things that interested me, and that was it. Yeah. And, and what's, I just. I, what I desire, just so you can know, I, I love to teach, but I love this probably more than anything else. And that is you sharing, other people hearing, other people hopefully responding, you know what I'm saying? And then the yes. engagement, because that is what the fellowship is. That's yes. what it is. It's like it's like hearing that and going, okay, got that. All right, how do I process it? How have I gotten through this? Not everybody has gotten through everything, but some people have gotten through things uh, maybe more often than others, and just sharing that story can be exceedingly helpful. And then just knowing what where other people are at and what they're going through, what's going on in their walk, what the progress is. It's, a, it's an amazing encouragement when you are participating in something and you hear that God has his hand in it with somebody that you're participating with. It's like, it's so encouraging. It's like, all right, we're, we're, we're in touch with the supernatural. You know, it's like. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And the thing is, is I understand there are some personalities that it would just be public speaking is like the number one fear that we're told. I totally get that. Um, I didn't have that problem. 
<laughs> but those same individuals may not be able to get on the phone and speak out, but they can do like the lady that you had the letter about the cat scratch, right. where they can share it with you in text or, or whatever, and then you can talk about their letter with permission, and that gets it out. We still get to know a little about that person and their struggle and how they overcame it um, without them putting themselves in a venue that is just totally not anything that they can do. They're just There's too much um, not in their nature to, to call in and talk. Whereas there are other people that they don't mind talking, and it's fun to hear their answers to the trivia, because um, I learn a lot from that. There's a lot I don't know in the Old Testament, uh, especially. But I want to know. I want to know, okay, that's good. I'm glad you know that, but what about you and your walk? That's right. what I want. I want to know who I'm fellowshipping with out there. I mean, if you were to have friends, you know, you would not, hopefully it wouldn't all be surface. They would actually share, you know, I'm going through this struggle in, uh, you know, can you help me? Or or you're going, you know, or they know you're going through a struggle, and they say, you know, I went through something not quite like that, but here are some thoughts to consider um, in Christ that made all the difference for me. Yeah, that's and that's a great, it's a great, you've stated it, in an excellent fashion. I just want to commend you on that, by the way, and I can't wait to hear your next radio show. No, <laughs> no, you really did say it well, and I think it's important for people to understand. People love to connect to other people, to be a part of it, and, and even though there's there's times where we weep together, we also laugh together. We also rejoice together. We do it all together, and that gives us a greater sense of fulfillment than the acquisition of stuff or any other elements, uh, be it knowledge, be it riches, be it whatever the case may be, the soul gets filled when there's genuine fellowship with one another as the kids of the kingdom. And there's something that takes place that's a, a dynamic, that's a strength and an encouragement and a refreshment. And I think what you're doing, and I think you're, you've done it in an absolutely uh, outstanding manner, as you said, hey, I want to know what's going on with other people, too, how they're doing, their victories, their struggles, whatever, because the fellowship part strengthens me, and I need more of that. Yes, yes. Is that is that a, 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 a fair assessment? Yes. Okay. I would say that is. Okay. Excellent job, by the way. And you, you know you are always, you know you are always welcome to call. And I love hearing from you. And I love some of your questions and some of your comments. And you and your hubby are fantastic and you're just wonderful people. And you should know that you are greatly appreciated. Well, thank you very much. And thank you for all that you're doing with your show because it really has helped both myself and my husband. And um, we, we talk over the shows after the show. And it's kind of the sacred hour and a half. Don't talk to me while the show's on. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, best of the day to you. All God right. bless. God bless. Excellent job. Thank you so much. 
Thank you. Uh, what a great thing. So we're not going to break until the 57 mark because there's no point in doing that. We're just going to finish up because I, I've got something that I want to add to what, what Annika said because she brought up a really, really great point, and that is you know just talking about the process. So let me share it with you because i only got about four minutes, but I want to share it with you. And we'll just – things are different. So Dynamic D is getting thr- thrown in the middle of the fire but doing an excellent job on this. Here's what I want to say. So you guys know we were praying for wisdom. I asked you guys to pray for wisdom. Uh, pray for wisdom for the family transportation, right? So I want to talk about this process in the next three minutes so you can hear what happened and and what the resolution is. So, you know, I communicated to my daughter, you know, I, I, I I adore my children. I'm glad that they don't live inside my house because I'm an adult and I like my children being adults in their own home or apartment or whatever. Anyway, so I communicated. I said, listen, I will be glad to drive halfway up, take Addybug and Easton, uh, go to uh, Little Rock, which is about halfway between us and them. And so uh, her and her husband talked, and they were already quite concerned about me and my leg because the last time I made that journey, yeah, it didn't work out that good. <laughs> Uh, all I can think about that entire week is morphine. Morphine. That's all I can ever think about. So anyway, the bottom line is they got together. And remember, we were I was asking you guys to pray for us to have wisdom, for the family to have wisdom. So the family got together, uh, a la not with grandpa involved, because I think they decided they were gonna make uh, a common family decision. But we kept praying for wisdom. Lord, what's the best way to approach it? Even this morning, without me knowing all the details, I was praying, Lord, we're just asking for you to guide us and and to to hear what wisdom you want to manifest and so on and so forth. They had decided that, that, and here's the decision, that Julian and Jared are going to come from uh, where they're at in Brighton, Tennessee, with uh, with, uh, Anna and with Easton. They're going to drive down tonight, stay at Joshua's house, because Joshua has a little uh, kind of a better setup because his dog is, uh, what is that, uh, what it is when when the dog doesn't get you sick or something. Pallogenic, apopallogenic, I don't know. Anyway, it doesn't have germs or something like that. I don't know. I don't know how that's possible. But anyway, so the bottom line is they're going to stay there. They're going to spend the day in Texas, okay? Then they're going to drive back up on Saturday. So in effect, I'm not driving at all in the long distance. I'm just doing my regular drives, and that's what the family collectively decided. What's a hypoallergenic? That's it. Yeah, I know. Hypoallergenic doggy. Who could think of this? Anyway, so I thought what's funny is, you know, even though I wanted to control, I mean, who doesn't want to control? Uh, they collectively came to a unified uh, decision. And that decision, when presented to me, was smarter than mine. <laughs> so I said, okay. <laughs> One, I don't have to make the drive. Two, all the kids will get to see the kids. And then three, I don't have to make the drive. So between those three things, I'm thinking, okay, that, that, that works for me. How does that how does that fold out? Well, sometimes you pray for the wisdom, you seek the wisdom, people gather together who are in your life and they come to decisions, they make a presentation, and instead of fighting it because you want to be right all the time, which is a little bit of who I am, you just submit to it and say, Okay. Rock and roll, people. Drive safe. Have a good time. Make sure everybody enjoys themselves. I'm not going to argue. Sometimes being in charge means not being in charge. How about that? There's a thought. All right. Completely different. 
but so much fun. I'm so happy that we had this kind of experience for Dynamic D because he's getting to see it all. Uh, we're going to take a break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break, top of the hour. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. What is the David Spoon Experience? I got this this morning, and uh, and it came from Alice Coleman. And I just want to say, she said it's a praise report to share. So I am assuming it's okay to share since it's a praise report to share. I kind of go with it. And I want to read it, if that's okay. And I just want you to hear how brothers and sisters petition. I mean, petition the Lord. And there's times where God says, yes. Listen to this. And she even writes it. Uh, beautifully, beautiful job by Alice, by the way. This uh, may seem like a minor issue, but it could have gotten much worse quickly. I'm, fo- I'm fostering Mama Cat and her four kittens until they're ready to go to their forever homes. On Tuesday, I got a bit too close to the Mama Cat, and she swatted my hand. I had a few scratches, so I cleaned them up and applied antibiotics. In just a few hours, I had a swollen hand, red with infection, and it spread beyond my wrist. My doctor had same-day appointments if needed. However, I didn't have my car since it was being repaired. The only thing left was for me to pray for healing for my hand. Isn't that amazing that sometimes get, you're in the position and the, le- the, the only thing left to do is call upon God? She writes, as I watched the infection spread over my hand, my hand began to throb. I knew I needed help. I asked God for healing over and over again. On Wednesday, it looked really bad, and I kept asking God for healing. Let me just commend Alice for push, pushing until something happens. About mid-morning on Wednesday, my hand quit throbbing. Then I noticed that the infection was no longer spreading. Later Wednesday, the infection seemed to be getting smaller. By Wednesday evening, it was definitely clearing up. By bedtime, the infection was gone away. Thursday morning, the infection was completely gone. I praise God for healing the infection. It was only by his intervention that my hand was healed. It's amazing that our great and holy father can care so much that he is willing to heal a hand infection of one of his children. I think that's a fantastic testimony. So mega props, mega props to Alice for doing that. Great job. And I hope that was okay that I shared it. And see, the point is you can pray. You can approach the Lord. And the Lord, you know what? He might say no. I like what Troy said. Sometimes God will say no. It's like that's the end of it. You're done. But sometimes he allows you to keep petitioning. And the reason he does is because the more you pursue him, the closer connected to him you become. And more of your genuine, real faith has to emerge. See, if you just asked and God did it every time you just asked one time, it would be like God would be like a genie. Well, God's not a genie. He's your heavenly father, needs to be pursued, wants to have a wonderful relationship with you. And so the more you pursue, the more he gets to spend time with you, which is what he wants in the first place, what he wanted with Adam and Eve. The David Spoon Experience. 